everybody. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Plant Medicine, Cannabis, Psychedelics, and Pharmaceutics. I am your host, Dr. Lola, also known as Dr. O, a clinical pharmacist, plant medicine specialist, founder of WCI Health. We are your alternative health and wellness hub. WCI Health is a uh, Alternative health and wellness of WCI Health will help you level up on your wellness journey using the healing powers of plant medicine and using education as tools. First of all, before we go on, this show is for educational purpose and should not be taken as medical advice. Consult with your physician for all your medical needs. Do not stop or start any medicine without talking to your doctor. The show is sponsored by WCI Health. They are the makers of glows, beauty. When you think glows, think beauty from within. Today, we have a really goddess with us, a real goddess. Uh, Victoria Wuchesna is the president of FIVE, and we're going to be going in details about FIVE in a minute. Welcome, Victoria. Thank you so much for joining us today. Mm, thank you so much for having me here. It's such an honor. Thank you. Talk to us a little bit about FIVE. Where does that name even come from? Mm-hmm. Are we are we speaking to FIVE, which I'm the president of, or are we speaking to 5-MEO-DMT? We are talking about the FIVE, the company that you are the president right now. Ah, okay, okay. Perfect. Yeah, actually... Five is, it's a funny name because it's an abbreviation of what the nickname for 5-MeO-DMT is in the psychedelic community, Five. So actually the company that I'm the president of, Five, stands for 5-MeO-DMT, Information and Vital Education. And this is a centralized resource hub for essentially the world and the entire psychedelic community to come and learn about 5-MeO-DMT. And you know, it's really for anybody who's interested in learning about it from someone who has never sat with it before and is maybe curious about having their first journey. Um, somebody who is an avid psychonaut and has maybe sat with this medicine multiple of times and even facilitators who are looking to sharpen their tool sets. So essentially, it's a free online website resource with over 30 pages. And, you know, I really just takes a very deep dive into the mystical molecule of 5-MeO-DMT. Thank you. Thank you. Your team recently launched 5 this summer as the first educational platform designed to help individuals make informed decisions when choosing to work with 5-Methoxy-DMT. Cavalier, I hope I call it right, Cavalier Collective, that is the parent company, uh, they perform a professionally guided experience uh, with the uh, synthetic 5-methoxy-DMT. Uh, Tell us about Cavalia and the creation of 5. Absolutely. So kind of like you were explaining, Cavalia Collective is our umbrella company. And under this company, there are many different subsidiaries, one of them being 5. Uh, which I just kind of explained a little bit about. And, you know, it, it really is, the birthing around five is harm reduction. 
that is what it's all about. This medicine doesn't have an ancient wisdom tradition or lineage to pull back on, kind of like ayahuasca or peyote and other medicines like that, where we have guardians teaching us the way, teaching us how to hold this medicine and really shepherd individuals to, through, and from their experience in a safe and effective way. We don't have that with this medicine. It is relatively new. And so you know, like that, there is a teething process happening. Um, a lot of crazy stories happening, people, you know, entering into PTSD, psychosis, physical death, physical harm, etc. things that don't need to be happening. And, you know, really, this was birthed out of a need for harm reduction in the community and to really pull together all of the minds who have been in this space serving this medicine and people who are experts in their fields, whether it be pharmacology, sexual trauma, you know, XYZ, and bringing us together to create a centralized resource hub so that when people are coming to this medicine, and they're coming with an informed, they're coming to be able to make an informed decision. Because oftentimes when people are approaching this medicine, they don't really know what to look for. They don't know what's a, what is a container? What's a safe container? What does preparation mean? What does integration mean? What kind of questions should I ask my facilitator? Instead, what it's been up until now is, wow, I've heard about this incredible molecule i've read about it online maybe heard about it from a friend and you know i heard somebody's passing through my town and is serving this i'm just going to go sit with them not knowing what to look for and that's where we've been falling into into problems so that's one of our subsidiaries uh, another subsidiary that we have is tandava retreats which i'm actually here on location at tandava retreats i live and work here and you know we are focused on the safe and effective use of five DMT here, really allowing people who are stepping out of their comfort zone to come and do this work to get the most out of their experience. And, you know, yeah. it's been really interesting, um, yeah. you know, before kind of before kind of journeying into Tandava, most of the people that were coming to do this work with us were people who are spiritual seekers, psychonauts, people who understand the psychedelic realm. And now that we are journeying into this psychedelic renaissance where it is becoming you know there's information letting us know that hey maybe yeah. maybe these psychedelics are more than you know is it quote great? unquote drugs maybe they yeah. actually <laughs> maybe yeah, the they door can is opening um, for many people correct it's kind of like the door is opening for many people mm-hmm yeah, exactly. So we've seen a really big shift in clientele coming through. So like I was saying, you know, people who are really drawn to the spiritual and wanting to understand more. And now it's transitioning into people who are suffering. I would say most of the people coming to work with us are, you know, people who have treatment resistant depression, yeah. people who we are will, uh, really working will... through traumatic, traumatic stuff. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. But I want to go quickly to, uh, you know, five uh, meo. Normally, we shorten it for five meo, five uh, methoxy DMT. It's called the God Molecule because it facilitates full blown mystical experience. And I quite agree with you mm -hmm. as per us. I tell people because I do educational masterclasses and speaking and all that stuff. And people, when they ask questions so that you want to tell them, I'll be like, whoa, these are actually medicine. This plant, yeah, they are plants, but they have active ingredients in them that make them the medicine. It's just like how we extract 
uh, morphine from the poppy seed and all that. These are actually medicines. So if you're not going to go over the counter and grab a bottle of Tylenol and drop it down your throat, so we have to treat this mm -hmm. medicine with respect. That's why people like you come see. So this molecule is called the God molecule because it passes a full-blown mystical experience, including it's been alleged that uh, you can communicate with higher order, divine consciousness. It is the most powerful uh, psychedelics on planet. It's not legal here in United States, uh, but... Uh, some areas you they are uh, decrim, which means the uh, laws is not regulating it per se. Please expand on what you have seen about this company that has fasc uh, fascinated you so much. As per, mm -hmm. what 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 makes you... this plant special? Ah, okay, so much. You know, I I've worked with many other plant medicines and they are all so beautiful and offer us so many different insights to our processes. But this particular molecule is different than any other psychedelic. It is, you know, like you say, <laughs> the God molecule, it is the most powerful psychedelic known to man. And what makes it so special is the fact that this molecule can allow us to temporarily dissolve away. And what I mean by that is the individual self that makes me who I am, the ego, the mind, the identity, all of that in the peak experience can go offline. And when that gets to go offline temporarily, we in that moment get to experience our totality. We get to remember who and what we are. And that's where that nickname God molecule comes from. Because in this space, we get to remember that we're eternal beings and that we always have been eternal, that we don't die when this physical body dies. And it's just, it's so liberating. And we all experience it in different ways, yet similar ways. And it can be extremely blissful. It's almost like taking a, a vacation from the mind, a vacation from the self and getting to completely stretch out into the infinite. And um, yeah, it's, it, it, you know, for myself, it has completely changed everything, everything about my life. Um, that's why I'm here. And, you know, most people that come to journey with this medicine, it's almost like there's a fork in their life that happens. Like they've been on this specific path for, for many years, sometimes maybe their entire lives. And suddenly this medicine allows a perspective shift that kind of forks their path and they start walking a new path because when we have that grand remembrance and we come back into the body again, we, there's a perspective shift. Suddenly we're able to see the world differently. Suddenly we're able to see ourselves and others differently. And we get to decide, we get to decide how we want to show up. We get to decide what kind of life we want to live. And, you know, there's really this, also what I think is really important is there's this quality where when we remember that we're everything and we get to see everything else as everything, suddenly our illusion of separation falls away and disappears and really this separation is what causes us suffering in the first place so if we're if we're able to dissolve away that separation that suffering suddenly the magic comes back the magic of being a human and having this experience yeah i mean it is just uh just watching you on screen is contagious it's magical 
to think a molecule can have such a profound power is uh, unbelievable. Uh, on the five-hour website, uh, you stated as the psychedelic renaissance continues to expand, 5-methoxy-DMT is quickly growing in popularity. In the current 5-MEO uh, uh, landscape, it's becoming increasingly important for everyone, including first-time seekers of this compound and even seasoned psychonauts or facilitators to have access to resources needed to cultivate safe and effective experience. For our listeners that are new, they have not even tried this medicine. Like we said, it's not legal here in United States. Uh, tell us how the experience was. Mm, okay, so are we speaking to if you are if you are deciding you'd like to sit with this medicine, what the experience from beginning to end might be like? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. This is, this is a great question and it's going to differ from facilitator to facilitator and retreat to retreat. However, there are some kind of key components that we should be looking for. First, before even deciding to sit with this medicine, we want to do a deep dive in research and really feel into if this is the medicine for us. If we are at a space in our lives we are, where we are ready to take this on. And, you know, while this is such a, a beautiful transformational experience, if we are not ready to put in the work, what can happen is it can be a peak experience that fades away like a dream. Or if we are in a space where maybe we might destabilize ourselves. So say we're already going through a divorce, we're moving, there was a death in the family, our life is already kind of destabilized. So doing a medicine like this at that time might not be the right time. So really do your research, figure out if this is the molecule for you at this time and juncture, if it's not at this time and juncture, there may be another time where it's better suited for you. Once you've kind of decided, all right, I'm making this journey, I'm doing this, we want to research the space, we want to research and see who these facilitators are, who these retreat centers are, make sure there's no uh, malpractice letters out on them, make sure there's no you know, um, allegations, you know, there's been some some unfortunate allegations around, you know, sexual assault, we want to make sure there's no deaths that have been under this facilitator's belt. And so once you feel safe in that you can make the connection to that facilitator or retreat center. And in that that facilitator should be meeting the participant with what is called a discovery call. And on that call discussing why the participant wants to sit with this medicine. And from the expertise of the facilitator, feeling into if this person is a right fit. And if they are a right fit, again, again, this like to find out if they're a right fit kind of leaning into um, screening protocols. And there should be, after this discovery call, there should also be another screening, um, a medical and psychological screening form, but always double checking everything. So on the discovery call, going over maybe psychological disorders this person may have, seeing if they're on any contraindicating medications, um, seeing where they are physically, do they have any heart issues? There's kind of a, a checklist that we go over as facilitators. Um, after that call is done, there should be a screening form like we were just talking about. So we can just make sure this person is 100% um, 
100% good to sit with this medicine. And if a facilitator is not taking the time to have a thorough screening form and go through this discovery call and really asking a lot of questions and giving the p- participants space to ask a lot of questions, it might not be the facilitator or retreat center for the participant. We really want to we really want to cultivate safety as kind of the first prime tenant here. And so After that, there should be a preparation period of really cracking into the participants. Why? Why do they want to do this? Where would they like to go? Is there specific trauma? Is there specific feelings, patternings that they'd like to work into? What is their relationship with death like? Because this is a death process and a rebirth process, of course, because with death comes rebirth. So working working into that and also addressing any fears that that person might be having, because as we step up to the plate with the world's most powerful entheogen, psychedelic, there's a lot of fear that comes up. And I would say about 90% of people stepping up to the plate with this medicine carry a lot of fears. So we want to, we really want to meet them where they're at, address those fears, make them feel as comfy as possible. This is going to be happening over, you know, two or three calls before they even arrive on site. And once they're on site, again, very, yeah. Do do you have any questions around the preparation process before we, we kind of head into the other part of the process? No, um, um, it's more of like, uh, the classic psychedelics pre, uh, Treatment therapy. Yeah, go ahead. Great, great. Yeah. So and then once they once the participants on site, it's going to be very dependent on who is holding that space. It might be it might be over one day. It might be a container over multiple days, maybe even a week with multiple medicine sessions. But something you want to look for is that there are integration days during that container. You want to make sure that there's integration sessions that are happening where the facilitator is checking in on you one-on-one once these sessions have happened and really seeing where you're at and not really just leaving you in your process by yourself and helping you unpack it and really get the most out of it. So, you know, every, every space has different kind of things here at Tandava. Um, you know, we have, yeah. we have multiple, multiple, multiple integration sessions happening. And I'm, I'm sure we'll get into that more during, during yeah. um, this call, but yeah. Yeah. And then of course, an integration process that is so key with this medicine integration, because like I mentioned, if we are not, if we are not stepping into integration, which is known as the work in the psychedelic space, then what can happen with this experience is it can fade away like a dream. And so it can really leave participants feeling frustrated after, wow, I invested all that time, I invested all that, that money, all that energy, and now I'm kind of back into my same old, same old. And that is why integration is so important. Integration should in some way be built into the container, whether it's offered through the retreat that you're going to, or you know, it's coming directly from your facilitator or they're referring you out to an integration specialist. And that this is, is what allows this transformation to really unfold. Yeah. integration is all uh, like you said without it it's kind of like a mirage and that brings me back like you already mentioned a bit uh, Tandev as part of the retreat you guys have served over 2,000 guests since 2016 and many of these folks just like you have explained are coming with heavy trauma 
like I was saying, it's been really interesting seeing the demographic shifts that have been coming here before the psychedelic renaissance, really sharing with the world that these medicines have healing potential. It's mostly been psychonauts, people who are experienced with medicines. Now it has drastically shifted. And, you know, I would say our main kind of demographic are people between 40 and 60. Of course, we have people in their 30s and people in their 80s, but I would say the main demographic is in there. And it's super interesting to me that most of the people that are coming to work with the world's most powerful medicine have never even smoked weed or cannabis before. And it just blows me away how dedicated people are to their process to be able to step so far out of their comfort zone to step into the work and to really take control of their own healing processes. And so we get a very wide variety of people from all around the world, all different ages, but I would say that's kind of our main demographic. Yeah. Okay. So in, of course, we've already mentioned the fact that this is a schedule one drug here in United States, but in Mexico it's not. So do you see this compound becoming more accessible uh, to more people as we move on. Do you even think this, especially this kind of powerful agent will ever be uh, legalized here in the state? You know, that's a great question. <laughs> that's a great question. And I, the truth is I have no idea. Um, I hope, I hope that there is a greater accessibility to this medicine for people who need it and are really suffering. Um, but I, I, we will see, we will see what kind of science comes out around it. And I would imagine, you know, with the kind of profound effects and healing with this medicine, that as it becomes more popular and more and more people are working with it, having big experiences, more scientific research is coming out on it. I would imagine that the accessibility may open up in the future. Elia, you mentioned that, uh, the 5-MeO that you guys use is the synthetic, uh, version uh, we know that this uh, molecule is uh, from toad. Uh, was that the reason why you guys decided to go to the synthetic route as compared to the natural uh, compound from the toad? Yeah, I love this question. I think it's such an important conversation to be having. And Yes, we do work with the with the synthetic. It has many different kind of names: the pure molecule, Jaguar. Um, but there, there's multiple reasonings. One, you just mentioned the toads. The toads are really going through the ringer right now with the kind of rise in popularity with this medicine. Everybody wants to smoke Bufo and. You know, while that's while that's great, they're kind of they're having to deal with a lot of things. They're having to deal with people coming into their habitats, taking them out of their habitats, bringing them home in captivity, which is not good. We're seeing people going in and over milking, which is leaving them defenseless so that they can't protect themselves. They're being taken out of um, their homes, milked just a little bit away, but they don't leave their, their habitat very far. So even if they're getting milked not too far away and they're getting left at that site, they'll spend their entire life trying to get back to their home and oftentimes having to cross highways to do that and getting ran over, constantly bumping into fences and you know physical harm and all of that. So we just don't want to harm the toads in any way. And there are actually other reasons as well. So 
within the toad secretion, it's anywhere from 10 to 30% 5-MeO DMT. So you never really know how much you're giving someone when you're giving them the, the bufo toad secretion because everything else in there is additional tryptamines and alkaloids. We want to be very precise when we're dosing people. And also in those additional tryptamines and alkaloids, some of them are cardiotoxic. So if somebody was coming to sit, uh, for example, in retreat with us who was 85 and might have an underlying heart condition, we do not want to send them into cardiac arrest. So we just like to stick with the synthetic for safety reasons, dosage specificity, and we do not want to harm the toads in any way. Thank you for that. That is very, very important when it comes to the psychedelic molecule. And my final question for you today, I mean, this is a retreat out of a Mexico and stuff. And right now it's not approved here legally. So we are, we're probably not going to see a retreat here in, uh, on the, in the short run. What is the pricing range when it comes to this, uh, treatment? And also do your, uh, facilities have any, uh, provision for, lower income uh, community as per if they are interested? Do you have like scholarship grantings like that? Yeah, this is a great question. So um, we have multiple different price points that you can find on the website. And I'll just kind of speak it here for anyone who's listening. It's tandavaretreats.com. And, you know, I love this question around scholarships. So for anybody who is you know, would really like to come and sit with this medicine, but maybe finances are an issue, you can actually head to the Tandava website and make an inquiry around that. Or you can head to the five website, um, which is five meo.education. And there's actually a scholarships page. And we have teamed up with Tandava here, five. And there's multiple kind of different categories of what you can apply for for the scholarships. But absolutely, we are we are open to receiving anybody. And we always like to say that, you know, there's many reasons not to sit with this medicine, but finances and money should not be one of those reasons. Thank you. That is awesome. Anyway, that is really great. Where can we find you? Where can we find you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, like I said, tandavaretreats.com. You'll be able to find out everything you want to know about the retreats there. If you want to learn more about this molecule before maybe stepping into a retreat setting, you can head to F-I-V-E dot uh, F-I-V-E-M-E-O.education. And you'll be able to find all the resources you need to make an informed decision on if this is the medicine for you. Thank you so much, Victoria, for the great work that you and your team are doing. That is our show today, folks. Find all the past episodes on Cannabis Radio, WCI-Help.com. Please rate the show and give us five-star review. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Plus, you can also find the show on Hi Hi Radio, Amazon Music, Google, WCI Health website, and wherever you find your podcast. Please follow me on social IG at WCI Health 19, on LinkedIn, Dr. Lola O. Ahamba, on Twitter, WCI Health. And don't forget to grab a copy of my book, A Pharmacist's Guide to Cannabis, Perspective of a Non-Conforming Clinician. And until next time, folks, remember health equals wealth. Bye for now.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.